Welcome to the Small Town Big Dreams podcast. My name is Becky Waples, and this is the podcast that celebrates small town creators and shares their stories. A creator to me could be an entrepreneur, someone with a side hustle, a person with a passion project, even a social media guru or anybody else who has taken their goal and is crushing it. From their background to where they found the courage, from their challenges to their wins, to where they find inspiration and how they took their first step, I cannot wait to chat and laugh about anything and everything that comes with creating something from scratch. If you are inspired by small town creators who turn their big dreams into reality, then this is the podcast for you. Please subscribe to hear all upcoming podcasts, follow me on Instagram and leave a review or comment so I know what you want to hear and what creators inspire you. Let's grow together. Hey, it's Becky. I just wanted to pop on quickly before my interview with Gathering Grays and Randy to take a moment to express my heartfelt gratitude for the support that everyone's shown this podcast. Everyone's enthusiasm and encouragement truly just mean the world to me. I'm not going to lie, I was expecting a few listeners, mostly family and friends, but the messages I've received and the people who have stopped me in person or online to tell me they listen and that they love it is just so overwhelming. Um, Since I have your ear, I wanted to send a few specific thank yous. So thank you to Jack, my husband, who's wildly supportive. You are my best friend. So I hope I'm making you as happy as you make me. Thank you to my boys, Ollie and Carter. Um, They don't really know what's going on. I think they think that maybe I'm a wildly successful, famous podcaster, but they are pretty cute about it. And they really do, um, like while we're driving, they're like, mom, can we listen to your podcast? So thanks boys um, for letting me take the time to do this because some nights I don't get in until after your bedtime or sometimes I have to leave halfway through bedtime or sometimes I'm not here for dinner. Um, So I love you. I hope I'm making you proud. Um, A big thank you to my dad specifically. Uh, My dad actually was able to buy me the new equipment that I needed to replace my mic setup, the one I'm using right now. And um, that's a really huge deal. So thank you, dad. I thought I was going to be stunted a little bit, but you allowed me to carry on. And so thank you for helping me create something that I'm really having fun with and that I think is pretty wonderful. Um, another thank you to my family and friends. Um, you, Your support's wild. It's wild. Um, any of my guests that have said uh, they want to be in my podcast, that blows my mind. I cannot believe that when I ask if you want to be interviewed, you actually say yes. Um, I think every time I've asked anyone, I'm like cushioning for the blow of them to be like, no, that sounds really silly, but you always say yes. And so um, thank you. Every episode and every guest that I've interviewed so far, I get high from it. I literally go, I literally leave the interview beaming. I say buzzing constantly because I I get a buzz from these interviews. I've spent a ton of hours working on this podcast. I've loved every single minute and I'm just excited to see where it goes. Um, oh, another thank you to anyone who's left a review or a rating. Um, if you've shared a story, especially if you've told somebody, a friend or someone to listen, if you message me to ask how they can help, or if you message me to say, su- suggest someone to interview, people are even helping me get in contact with guests. I'm blown away. Oh, and I put in here, if you've accidentally fallen asleep while it was playing, so you got to listen to it again when you woke up and you got to pad my stats, 
Thank you. I cannot believe that I'm fortunate enough to have friends, families, and listeners invested in this project enough to invest their time and energy in helping me make it great. I also wanted to give a quick shout out to the listeners and guests who have become friends. And I think this is my favorite part because at the beginning, I thought I would just interview a few friends and I didn't realize that I was going to be making friends in the process. So this is fun and I want to send them a thank you. Um, Lastly, I have a lot of interviews lined up for the next few weeks and I'm excited to share them with you. So please continue to stay on our journey. Also, if you're enjoying the show, I would be so grateful if you could take a moment to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps the podcast grow. It helps it reach a bigger audience and hopefully get us some pretty cool guests. Oh, and I put in here, let's stay connected. So follow me on Instagram or Facebook. My details are in my show notes. In December, I'm going to be doing some Christmas giveaways that I've organized with some of my past guests, some of my future guests, and you're able to get involved on those. Um, I also post upcoming episodes. I post behind the scenes stuff. I post more fun. And oh, so this episode that you're going to listen to now and the one I did next week, I posted in my Instagram stories if anyone had any listener questions. And I got quite a few and it's becoming my favorite part of the interview is like the listener questions portion. So if you follow me on Instagram, you actually will be able to become a part of that and possibly have your questions asked in the episode. It's also, oh, by adding me to Facebook or Instagram, you're also able to drop a comment or send a message. Um, And finally, a few people have asked how they can show their support. So I set up an account on Buy Me a Coffee. Um, It's in the show notes. It's just a platform where you can show your appreciation by buying me a virtual coffee. But I am not expecting anything. Of course, just by listening, sharing, engaging is already more than enough. And so I just wanted to send this quick message to say I appreciate all of you. Thanks for being such an awesome part of this podcast and a part of my journey and a part of these creators' journeys. So let's get to the good stuff. Okay, Brandy. Hi, welcome to the Small Towns Big Dreams podcast. I know you just got here and we've already talked a lot. (laughs) I was like, save it for the podcast, save it for the podcast. Um, But this is also the first time we've met. Yes. Um, I I feel like I've known you forever because COVID brought a lot of like virtual friendships. Yes. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of your Instagram, huge fan of your Instagram. Thank you. And your boards. (laughs) My sister's a huge fan of your boards too. And so when I started the podcast, um, you were one of the first people I reached out to because I've always been inspired by what you're doing. And you were very supportive. So I thank you for coming. Well, thank you for having me. It's funny because I looked up tips for going on a podcast. and It was like, don't do gestures. Like, don't nod, like speak. And I'm sitting here nodding yeah. right off the hop. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. My husband mentioned yeah. last night that we should do a video because it's really good yeah. for Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, no, people don't need to see what no. I look like yet. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm good with this to start. <laughs> I think we should just get into it. Perfect. Oh, because I don't think I've announced what you do yet. I oh. think I've mentioned boards, yeah. but I haven't mentioned company. <laughs> so can you tell us what you do? Yeah. So Gather and Graze, it's a cheese and charcuterie company. I do individual boards, boxes, cups, and then I can cater large events. I've done tables up to 250 people. Um, and I do really love the tables. The tables are like they're my bread and butter. They're the most fun for me. Um, they're the easiest too because it's like you prep and then you go and you set up and that's where I get to be a little bit more artistic with it which is what I like Mm -hmm. yeah when and how did you get started so I actually had to text somebody yesterday and ask um yeah (laughs) 
So back when Bob and I first moved in together, I think it was the milkmaid opened up in Owen Sound and we were like, let's go buy some good cheese and we're going to get some stuff. And so we made a few boards at home and looking back, they're just awful. But (laughs) I was making them and I posted them. And then one of our friends sent that picture to her mom. It was like, or vice versa. And they were like, why don't we do this for our wedding cocktail hour? Do you think Randy would do it? So then I said, yeah, like, I'll give this a go. And at the time, so this was like six years ago now, I think. At the time, grazing tables were huge in Australia. So there wasn't much going on over here. But I was able to Google them and find, like, inspiration. Right. So the first big one I ever did and sold was, like, I think it was like 12 feet long and it was for 150 people. Holy smokes. And so I did that with the help of my mom and Bob, my husband. Yeah. <laughs> and so it worked. And then from there, I just posted on Facebook and said, hey, I just did this. If anybody else wants to book me for a wedding, let me know. And then from there, Gather and Graze was born, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think I've lurked your Instagram enough to know that you did a cupcake thing before. Yeah. So, <laughs> so prior to that, I did... I think I've always just wanted a hobby, but then I've always wanted to monetize a hobby. So like if you can find something that you love, try to figure out how to make money Money. doing it. Or if you want to do a side hustle, don't do something that you just feel like you need to buy into like a multi-level marketing scheme. Just do something that you love and then figure out how you can make money doing that because then it's just a win-win. Yeah. And so I've never been bored with gathering grays because it's just fun for me. Right. I'm just a hungry girl that likes pretty food. <laughs> I'm a hungry girl that likes pretty food. That's why we get along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I did cupcakes for a while and I used to sell like two, 200, 250 for weddings. Like, oh. And that was just doing them out of my parents' kitchen. So like thanks to them <laughs> for not caring about the disaster that yeah. I would leave their kitchen in. <laughs> um, my next question was going to be, have you always wanted to create something? But or be an entrepreneur and you kind of answered that yeah well so growing up my dad um he was a contractor so he built houses and um so that was sickle contracting in Hanover and then my mom owned Temptations in Hanover so she had Temptations gifts and home decor and bridal Temptations so she had the bridal store and I worked there for a while and yeah I think it's just it's always been in our family like my grandparents were self-employed also and my sister's a dog groomer so then it was like I always knew that it was there, but then I also like the consistency of a full-time steady paycheck okay. because <laughs> cheese, meat, food, it, it is, it does have its ebbs and flows. Right. Like it's, you have your highs and lows with when the orders come in. So. Yeah. I, I think that when you know an entrepreneur, you're more likely to become an entrepreneur, Yeah, which is a big reason why I wanted to do the podcast because I want it to seem like everyday people are be like, you know, everyday people are being yeah. entrepreneurs, but I didn't growing up. Like, my parents were teachers, like, full-time jobs. Right. You have to have, like, a full-time go-to-school type job. Yeah. And now my opinion has changed completely because of meeting entrepreneurs and being Mm -hmm. so inspired by people that start their side hustles and hobbies. I really like what you said earlier, which was make money off your hobby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know because when you got here, you're like, how can you make money off the podcast? I'm like, I'm thinking this. I know. I'm like, I want you to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you. Oh, I was going to ask, what's your full-time job? Oh, so my full-time job is, it's changed in the last little bit, but I work full-time for the Y um, at the Health, Fitness and Aquatic Center in Owen Sound. I was the aquatic supervisor for a few years 
And then recently I switched over to be the supervisor of membership sales and service. So I am behind the front desk with my team and we do all the membership sales and like the subsidies and yeah, just helping anybody come into the Y that wants to work out or do swimming lessons or anything. Very cool. Would you ever want to make Gather and Graze a full-time job? Yeah. So we have talked, like Bob and I have talked a lot about like opening a store or going more full-time with it but right now we see the benefit of the girls being at daycare and being well obviously Bryn's gonna stay in school but it's just it's expensive Bob's a financial advisor so it's like <laughs> so he's like I'm like, advising yeah, that so baby. you're looking at it from a realistic standpoint of maybe in a few years when we know that we don't have to pay for all of that stuff right. all the time and then also, it's a lot of time away. So like I said, with my parents owning businesses growing up, we spent a lot of time with my grandma, which was great. But I don't necessarily want that for my girls. And I know that unless I could train somebody to do the trays and the tables exactly how I do them, I would have to be the one doing it. Right. So and it's not to say people couldn't do it. It's just right now that's the service that I want to provide is the service that I provide yeah right <laughs> i think you probably posted this too but in nashville they have stores where you can go in and yes. your meat and your cheese and they yeah. build a board in front of you right? yeah so i've i've shown that to bob several times and there's a girl in quebec that does it too and yeah it's like subway style meat yeah. and cheese boards and then i saw recently a girl in okanagan out in bc she did one that was super cool so it was just all on ice in trays and like so you could hire me for a party to come and I would be able to build a board on site so I might have 10 different types of cheese and 10 different types of charcuterie but you pick three and three and then I'll oh, put, wow. put them together build it for you right on site right in front of you and hand it to you and away you go right which I think is a really cool offering and that's something that I want to get into this holiday season that is a very cool offering it does seem like like even if it was subway style if you had a lineup out the door, like it, it feels like it takes longer than building this. Oh yeah, well, so it's like it wouldn't, it wouldn't, because everything would be pre-cut, right? So it's just placing it, and that's where, like, in my head, I know, I just know, right? It's well, like, you've died for something, yeah. So I joke and say like, there's girl math, but then there's Gray's math. Like, <laughs> I can look at a table and I know exactly what I need going into a store to build that table, but I can't tell you, like, yeah, <laughs> like I have to, I have to see it, and then. Well, I was gonna say I. I'm always inspired by your boards. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a great board. I'm going to post it. I'm going to be, people are going to be like, wow, that's a bo great board. And then it doesn't even come close. It doesn't even come close. I can't decide if I'm buying too much meat. Am I buying too much cheese? Am I not have got enough color? Yeah. But it's an art. Well, thank Artwork. you. Artwork. Yeah. <laughs> I also was thinking about this last night. It says you have to spend 100 hours doing something to be an expert. And I've spent like maybe three hours. Like how yeah. many hours do you think you've spent? Oh, like board? countless. Like when I... When I first started, it would take me like four or five hours to prep for a table and then setting it up. I've probably done like 50, 60 tables by now. That's crazy. And then a couple summers ago, I partnered with the picnic business in Sobble Beach. Okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah, so we did, I think we did like 300 picnics in that one summer while I was working full time. So I was getting up at and 5 a.m. And, and yeah, pregnant. Yes. And with, <laughs> yes. And it was, and I have not had easy pregnancies. Like I was Ooh. sick for both of them. <laughs> but yeah, like I was getting up at 5 a.m. to put all these trays together. And then I would drop, drop the trays off, drop right off at daycare and then head to work. And it was just what I did to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it didn't feel like, it didn't feel annoying. It didn't feel like a, 
burden or like it was a hassle to do right. it. I wanted to do it. That's so. That's like well, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's just so nice to see people enjoying something that you put together. And like I do love cooking, too. So it's and like I posted this morning and like I will eat fried bologna, but I can also make a really good braised short rib. Yeah. Like it washed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, your partnership. Um, I have done giveaways with a bunch of different cottages. And, like, there was one in in Oliphant. There is oh. one. And one, Once Upon a Stay. And then um, I'm working with another condo in Blue Mountain this weekend. And it's just one of those things where, like, I have worked really hard to get my Instagram to where it is. And I've kind of hit a plateau with it. But I'm still gaining new followers and I have a lot of engagement on it. And so if somebody pops up that is doing something that I like, I'll reach out to them and I will help leverage my social media to help them. That's like I I figure, why not? Why not? You do have a really good Instagram yeah, following. Yeah. <laughs> and that was another thing I was going to ask. So not only were you working full time, making your boards, 300 for just what one of your partners. Yeah, that was that just one. Yeah, that doesn't even include like yeah. you were doing them like August long weekend. Yeah, and like weddings and, and stuff too. And tables. Yeah. And then your Instagram is so good too. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's just because I, I just post what I want to. I don't put that much thought into it. I do have my scheduled posts. Like if I do 10 trays on a weekend and I take five pictures of those trays, I'll schedule some posts with those. So I could be sitting at work on Wednesday at 9 a.m. and a post would go up right and like I've been in meetings and my I will post but then I didn't actually have to do it so I've had to explain that to my bosses <laughs> and say like these are pre-scheduled I'm not doing this right. from work and they're very understanding of that that's been a really nice part with how supportive they have been mm-hmm. and even through a change in leadership there the new ones are supportive also and that's very cool yeah I'm working on scheduled posts right now like that's my next goal yeah um, one of my questions was going to be like your Instagram. Like it just, I find it takes so much extra time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I use shortcuts on my keyboard for hashtags too. Okay. So when I go to hashtag something, I have, I don't know, let's say I have 20 hashtags there. I only have to type in three words to get those hashtags. Oh, okay. And so that makes it a lot easier for me. And then sometimes I put in my caption, I'll just put a little bit of something about what we did that day and those get a good response. Or if I ask a question, sometimes I get a response. And then other times I I legit just don't care. And I'm like, cheese here. No. <laughs> like it is, it's the same thing over and over, but that's what I'm selling. Oh, yeah. So it's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Have you any faced any challenges since you started? I think the biggest thing is, is Sobble is obviously a little bit remote in the off season and shipping is really hard. Like the biggest challenge is how far we are from a Costco. People don't realize that. And then how far we are from just like being able to get wholesale orders in. Right. So do you get wholesale orders in? So I was. um, I, I have videos of Bryn when she was like two years old picking up full wheels of cheese. And it was great. But now it costs me more in shipping to get those wheels of cheese than the wheels are worth. Right. And so Walmart has been my best friend. Like, oh, yeah. like They actually are so inexpensive for good cheese, mm-hmm. which I think is surprising to people. They don't think that they can get it there. But like the Bella Vitano that you're getting from any of the local like artisan stores right. it's the same stuff there yeah it's just already sliced oh okay so, it, well in a wedge yeah 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 okay I was, yeah I, sliced yeah <laughs> no i i love going to walmart i remember borzan was on sale so i sent you a quick text mm-hmm. like yeah you, you needed to get in on that 
<laughs> and I do the same thing. If Borzan's on sale, I because it's all it's expensive. Now. Yes, it is. That's a good question. I, how have you found the inflation? I've just had to raise my costs to accommodate. Uh, this hour has 22 minutes. Just put out a funny video about the cost of charcuterie where the girl is basically having a panic attack at the till because she's like, why? And I posted it because I was like, this is perfect because people look and they're like $100. And it's like, well, that one little wedge costs $9.44. And that doesn't include my time to get it the tax cost like gas like and then from there I'm also and I, I call it like processing everything so I'm taking that home I'm opening it I'm slicing it I'm placing it and even the board that I'm putting it on is like eight dollars yeah. to start so two pieces one piece of cheese and the board and I'm already over twenty dollars in cost I am never shocked by your prices because when I go to buy my own yeah. I'm shocked by how expensive it costs me and then I know that my board's not even going to look half as pretty as yours. <laughs> I also know that yours has a lot more selection because I'm guessing you buy like a big bunch of pros uh, prosciutto and you put a little bit on, whereas yeah. I buy the prosciutto. Yeah. I have to put it all on or I buy the salami. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. I, I've i joked about it and I said like charcuterie is personal. Like yeah. it really is. Like you might love blue and goat cheese and whatever. And then that might not be what the next person likes. So it's nice to have a little bit of an, a mix on there so everybody has something that they can dip into. Right. Yeah. I also, and I'm sure everyone would agree, when you bring your board to the party, mm -hmm. it like the crowd attacks it. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a really good uh, centerpiece for everybody to come around like and talk to everyone at the yeah. party. Everyone's like, whoa, what's in here? And yeah. everybody's excited. Yes. I think um, we counted once. What would you guess how much you put on it like what diff everything that's different so with everything that's different typically I do like five types of cheese three types of charcuterie and then I would have like four or five types of fruit and then one or two vegetables and then if the crackers are on the board then three types of cracker right. like and it's a lot and so that's why like I actually one thing that I've heard recently is I I needed to charge $25 for gluten-free crackers but like I was putting three types of gluten-free crackers, plus those are way more. I'm not even profiting mm. off of that. And I don't think people realize like it's just something that I do extra because I understand that it's not a choice. Right. So it's just something I do, which I maybe should. You know what I mean? But mm. like twenty five dollars is a lot. <laughs> I also think like I don't know a ton about gluten-free crackers, but if you only have one person order that mm -hmm. a week and then they go. Like, exactly. They I'm like, yeah, that's a thing. So I, I basically need to like try to promote it and say hey I have a gluten-free board available right. which I've done and then um, I do really well with flash sales on my Instagram and I say I have two available for this weekend like they go pretty quick so that's yeah one time you did one time you were like uh six dollars for this board and I was like I'm going to message her and get out yeah what would we use it for and then like <laughs> I went back and it was like gone and I was like ah too yeah. late and then my sister message me anytime. You know, so finally my sister texted me. I just got a board from Gatherers. I'm like, oh, oh really? So yeah, she's like, yeah. I was like, I almost got that. And there wasn't Perfect. anything exciting going on. I, I think I was like, well, I'm coming over. Yeah. Like now we yeah have to do yeah exactly just <laughs> eat. That it was that was like I don't know a couple yeah. months ago, but that was funny. What do you think makes you unique or different? I think like the fact that I love it. Not to say that other people don't. No. But like I. I enjoy every part of it. Like I, I like finding the good boards to put them on. I like the yeah. cheese. I like, I like to find something that's new, and I like everything to look pretty. And then I also like sharing about it. Like there's days where I don't post. I mean, few. I yeah. I do post <laughs> a lot, 
but I it's just organic. Like I just like to post what we're doing and I know I need to post myself a little bit more and it's kind of like I'm just posting Bob and the kids, <laughs> but I mean like <laughs> I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just being more real with things and just up front. So yeah, I think you're very authentic too. Yeah, that's I try to be except for the fact that I don't show my own face. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of switched it up. So that I'm posting people's faces when I post like that we're doing an yeah. episode. Um, and then I went on your on your Instagram. And I was like, she has one out of like a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> and I did that photo shoot when I was like three weeks postpartum. And I'm like, why did I do that to myself? <laughs> like, why did I do that? Yeah. See, I think I did a, a six week baby mm-hmm. photo shoot. And like when I was getting ready, I was like, why did I agree to this? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. three weeks. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> This episode is proudly brought to you by ClickCrafters, search engine marketing. Looking to take your digital marketing to the next level? Look no further. ClickCrafters is your dedicated partner for all things search. Need help with your Google ads or need someone to take over your meta business ads? Contact ClickCraftersSEM at gmail.com to supercharge your online marketing strategies. Small towns, big results. What, what's been your biggest project? Um, so like the biggest projects that I've done have been the weddings, basically like bigger tables. I have done days where I've had companies reach out and I would do like 12 boxes, like 12 large boxes for them that day. And then they deliver it to all of their sites kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And that those are really fun to do. And those are on a bigger scale. I've, I partnered with, um, the Terra splash pad committee and I did like 250, boxes for um their psychic event that they had and that was really fun too like doing things like that are nice I do I like the local partnerships too just like when I was working with the picnic company and right. things like that like those really get your name out there was yeah. the Terra splash pad like a fundraiser yeah it was a fundraiser for it so they you had to buy a ticket to go and you got a charcuterie box and then you got to be in the room for like uh one of those like group psychic readings where she walked cool. around and did it I didn't stay for the event but I yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cool yeah um, I didn't put this in here, but I just a memory just popped up one day. Um, you texted like, "Does anyone know?" Or you posted on your Instagram, "Does anybody know a nurse?" Yeah, I think you were giving away. Uh, it was a dessert thing. Yes, I also I dabble in like baking, cooking, whatever. So I made a bunch of hand pies one day, and I delivered them to Bryn's uh, daycare teachers. Yeah. But then we had just had Brooke, and I was like, "Does anybody know?" Oh, it was National Nurses Day, I think. Oh, okay. And I I just asked for people to like suggest who and then I had a bunch of people say the labor and delivery floor yeah. you know and sound and I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it I didn't message anybody I just removed the post so nobody else suggested anybody yeah. and I delivered to them and one of the nurses messaged me and said that it was like the highlight of their day and I like teared up walking in to give it to them because I was like I was just here. yeah <laughs> yeah my sister yeah. is a labor and delivery nurse so I would have oh, said nice. yeah. yeah and I remember being like well I was probably very conceited because I was like I'm the reason yeah. why that showed up yeah <laughs> so I was like actually it might have been you yeah and then I was just like okay <laughs> yeah but I I yeah. that's very cool are there other ways that you give back to the community um I do a lot of donations for giveaways and stuff right. typically just um gift cards because of the nature of the oh, product yeah. it's like I could give away a charcuterie board that night but then they either have to eat it that night or the next day right. or 
So, um, yeah, I do like to give uh, gift cards for things like that. Like I'm I've donated one to a hospital foundation in Hanover and then one coming up for the Santa's breakfast at uh, the girls daycare. Right. Sobble, so, yeah. Very cool. Uh, do you ever make other boards? Like do other people request? I'd like you to make me a breakfast board. Yeah. So I have done brunch boards and I my most popular ones. I think it was two summers ago was I was getting bagels from Lindsay at the Southampton Bagel Company. And I mean, they're so good. I need to. And so I was <laughs> doing bagel spreads with fruit and vegetables and then her cream cheese. And I had so like Sobble does have a, quite a few little Airbnbs and it's becoming more of like a bachelorette hot spot. Yeah. There are some good spots there in the summer that you can like bar crawl. So a couple of them ordered yeah, the brunch trays from me so that they had those when they woke up and they said that they were awesome. So yeah, that's those are, cool. but it's hard too because it's one of those things that like I can't, and like I know I don't make the cheese, but the cheese sits in the fridge and I use it. But with baked goods, I don't have that stuff on hand. I have to go and source it out. Yeah. So it's just a little bit more, I would have to do them more frequently to offer them all the time. <clears throat> okay, we kind of talked about wholesale shipping, but how often do you go shipping for meat and cheese? So I love the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> you you do post yeah. a lot about the groceries. Yeah, like I, and I love a deal to the point where like, if like I have the Flip app and Same. so I will be on that tonight and I will be scouting out where I need to go tomorrow yeah. to get all the deals. So, and like I know what salami is a good salami and what price is too much and I won't even pay 25 cents more than what I need to pay for it. Like I make sure that yeah. I'm getting the deal to get it. And so it just depends. Typically... I'm at the grocery store like three or four times a week and Brooklyn loves it. So yeah. I mean, I'm happy that I have a little sidekick right now that likes to read around the grocery store. So that part's nice. I have a few spots that I know that I have to get certain things. And there's the wholesale store downtown Owen Sound, mm -hmm. which I get a lot of stuff there too, which is nice that we have one of those. Um, I only get to Costco like every three months, which I wish I could go a lot more. It's just yeah. hard when it's two hours away. Yeah. Um, I tried to make a little charcuterie board for our Collingwood weekend. No, we were going away to Collingwood. So I was like, I'm going to find a place that I can pick up on the way there. Yeah. Um, only because I feel like how, like, I don't know how I wouldn't be able to refrigerate your, um, board all the way to Collingwood. Oh, no. I probably would have had to pick it up in the afternoon yeah. and then, you know, and, uh, even my sister ordered a charcuterie board from you once and she brought, she was like, I, I can't even remember what she did, but she had to figure out a way to keep it cold yeah. so she got somewhere. Yeah. But I didn't find anything in Collingwood or they weren't ready. So then I went, so I did the same thing. I went on the flip app and I, like it was like a Tuesday. So I looked to see what the deals were. Yeah. And then I went and bought those deals. And then I waited till the, see what was on Thursday. And yeah. I bought those deals. Yeah. I ended up buying way too much because I was just like, you will. Got excited. Yeah. It's funny. Like you can go and you can buy five different types of cheese, but that is going to make like two or three boards. Really. Well, exactly. That's yeah. what I mean. That's why. That's why I like buying the board. Yeah. Because you spent, let's just say $30 on three types of cheese mm -hmm. and you put them on three boards where I spent $30 on three types of cheese yeah. on one board. And they set your fridge then <laughs> afterwards and it's, yeah. 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 <laughs> Can you share tips on how to make a good board? Um, it's funny. I don't know. Like the latest trend I think is a lot of people love the, like, I, I mean, it's always been a thing, but like dips and jams and honey. Mm. And I just find they're a little bit harder to source good ones that aren't going to cost a ton. Right. Like you'll see in the States, a lot of um, charcuterie girls, they'll post like they have the little jars of like the jams and whatever, but they cost them $2 down there. 
And up here for me to get that, it's like six ninety nine. Yeah. So it's just like I want to and I love it, but I just can't make people pay for it because I can't just do it for free either. No. So and you have to buy special containers because you would need to put that a lid on. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like the honeycomb, like I love a honeycomb mm-hmm. on there. Like Bob and I, when we went on our honeymoon, we went to Greece. Every restaurant in Greece for breakfast had a honeycomb that you could just cut a piece oh, off of really? and enjoy with your breakfast. And it was so good. And so then I was like, okay, hey, I have to have a honeycomb on everything. Yeah. But it's just not feasible. I think we've had a board with honeycomb on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went through a phase. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I remember messaging you once. This was probably a year ago. And I was like, hey, can you tell us what is a good combination? Mm -hmm. Because you have all those crackers, you have all those meats, you have all those cheeses, and I'm kind of building my own. But it would be kind of cool if you're like, okay, I put this one on here for this, for this one. Yeah. So it's funny because, like I said, it it is personal. Like, everybody has their own, like, flavors that they love. And I have a few types that I love to put on. There's a Castello Tickler. And it's, um, yes, and it's got, people think it's weird, but it's like a caramel crunch is is what the like subtle notes are in it. And I love that with just a garlic cracker. But okay. Bob loves it with the garlic parmesan crisp from PC. And both are really good, but that's what like he goes for that and that together. And like that's his favorite bite. But I love that cheese with a different cracker and maybe a little bit of salami. Yeah. So, and then I do love a blackberry jam with brie. And then, again, the crackers, whichever one you want it to be with. Yeah. But, like, I would, again, go for a garlic cracker mm-hmm. just because I like that undertone. Yeah. See, you're the expert. But I do uh, love the, I think last time we got it, I kept saying, look how this brie and blackberry jam is so good. <laughs> yeah. And when you say garlic parmesan crisp, do you mean, like, the pita cracker? Yes. Because I'm yes. obsessed with They're so good. so good. Like, I don't know how President's Choice doesn't sponsor me because I I buy all of their products. I love them. Yeah. I mean, I hate that their bacon costs $20 and something, but <laughs> I love everything else. And it's just, like, they, honestly, you could do a fantastic board with all PC products. Yeah. And you're, it is expensive. I'm not going to lie. Like, but at least you know, like, I'm using the good stuff because I've tried it all. Yeah. That's the one thing. And the the pita crackers are always on two for six dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta get two bags. And I, I thought it was to. I remember that I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm always getting this great deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized it's just a thing, but yeah. And then I also like the PC black label like cranberry crackers. Yeah. Really so great. they just came out with mini crisps oh, and they're in a bag. Those. And they're so good. So it's like the same crisp, they're just like half the size. I need those. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> They, I don't eat nuts. I never eat nuts. And people are like, there's nuts in those, there's walnuts in those crackers. I'm like, I don't care about the yeah. walnuts in these crackers. They're yeah. way too good. So good. <laughs> um, oh, and I was also going to say, I made a pizza dip once mm-hmm. and I used those garlic parmesan crackers. And I don't even think the pizza dip was that good. I think the yeah. crackers, cracker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get the pizza dip is just a staple. It's so good. <laughs> but I'm a firm believer that you can't eat the dip unless you have those garlic parm crackers. Yeah. No. See, growing up, my mom used to make that dip and we ate it with Ritz crackers. Yeah. So good. But like, I mean, we can step it up now. Yeah, yeah we're at. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I've okay. Do you ever suggest drink suggestions with your board? So I've done like workshops where people have asked and I will say that like it depends on the type of wine you like to what. So like if you like a sweeter wine, like go for a Riesling with like the white hard cheeses. Mm-hmm. I do think... It's, again, to each person, their own. Um, but brie is really nice with a crisp white wine okay. that's maybe not as sweet and or a red wine that's a little bit drier. Like, it's one of those things that I could do a whole thing, but 
I then have people that are like, why why don't you just sell the wine too? And it's like, well, I don't have a license for that. And I do see companies that do it, but they're much bigger scale. Like they're doing wine or champagne in their boxes. And Bob loves like the beer cheese with like a stout. Like <laughs> okay. one of those things. Yeah, like you can do so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I have thought about um, trying to offer a digital product where I could sell for $25, you get like, a list of all the ingredients, all of the pairings, and yeah. a video on how to put it all together. I just uh, need to get there. Well, yeah, you're very busy. <laughs> That's a goal. <laughs> that is a goal coming up of what I would like to do. Very cool. Um, I remember, and I was like fresh at a, I was like fresh into drinking 19 or something. And we did a winery tasting. And I remember thinking like, well, of course, apples are going to taste good with white wine. And they were yeah. horrible. Yeah. And the goat cheese was delicious. And so, yeah, maybe even like classes... I want, I was always thought like I want to invite all my friends over and do a wine tasting and yeah. tell me what to pair them with. Yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't ever want to sell someone short and not be able to offer a good product. Mm-hmm. But there is a girl. She's down south of King Carton. It's Diboja Grays is what she's called, and she does um, cheese. Well, she does like wine pairing classes. So she comes and she sets it up and she brings all the wine, all the food, mm-hmm. and I've talked to her on Instagram and. She seems fantastic and she gets a lot of bookings and everything always looks so pretty. Yeah. And I think she does a really good job. So like I something. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. If there was like a winery you could do a partnership with too. Because yeah. it is weird. It does seem weird to me that someone would ask you to sell the wine. Well, yeah. And it's like they just want it to be a one-stop shop. Uh, and I think maybe more out in Sobble. That's a thing because, well, yeah, yeah um, there's there are a lot of opportunities for partnerships, but it's so hard when we are in Sobble. Like I've had people ask if I would deliver to Meaford and I'm like, ah, uh, that's like, yes, I could, but it's two hours of time mm-hmm. for me to drive over there. And gas. And gas. And like then someone to watch the girls or I have the girls in the car for that long. And it's just like not, yeah. it's, I don't need to. No. So it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I interviewed Crest and Crackle, they said the same thing that Sobble's just not, perfect location it's yeah it's not and like obviously if we were to open a storefront it wouldn't it probably wouldn't be in Sobble and if it were it would obviously be so seasonal wow and if they had an opportunity to open something where you only had to pay rent for the season sure but everything's year-round so it just doesn't work yeah Yeah. well yeah I think I was thinking like Port Elgin yes it probably would be yeah we're a little bit bougier yeah well and since Bob's working over here now too yeah I've heard it's kind of nice but yeah. yeah Oh, uh, what exciting projects or goals do you have on the horizon? Um, Well, like I just mentioned, I do want to offer like a digital product where it's something that you can do it at home. And even that could be like a fun date night. Yeah. Like you guys could purchase it. You go and get all the stuff. You watch the video and then you put it together and you have it to enjoy. Um, I kind of got the idea because Bob had a company send him a thing through work and it was they actually sent us like lobster tail and Wagyu steak and all of the ingredients to make like this incredible dinner and we just followed along the video and we made it and it was great and it was fun yeah. and I mean we did it when Brooke was like a week old and so we're just like cooking away with a newborn but yeah. it was great it was nice to do and actually have a good meal to enjoy together yeah. that's a great idea because I think the keg did that too during yeah COVID. yeah and that's the thing I I missed the boat on that I should have done it during COVID oh. but like I mean why not people are still enjoying things like that now no I love that idea yeah and so I have a book club and we were re- we were getting these books from the library and it just wasn't the best setup. 
And so we've decided to switch it up a little because we still like getting together once a month. And so now we're going to do events. And I okay. was like, we should have you come in and yeah. teach us how to build a meat and cheese board. Yeah, I like I totally offer workshops. I actually did a workshop in Hanover for a girls book club. Uh, oh, yeah. Last Christmas, I think. Yeah. And it, it went really well. And they're lots of fun. Like, I don't care if you guys talk the whole time. I'll I'll still show you what to do. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but maybe the host just feels like she got to do a little bit more because they watch your video. Yeah. She buys the meat and cheese. Yeah. I love that idea. Very yeah. cool. And then you could do it more than once. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you can have like you could do different types of boards. Too, yeah, right? exactly. Like you yeah. do like one that's like a more sweet board or a savory board or whatever and like yeah. change everything up that way. Yeah. So like. Yeah, even with my husband, I could say we're doing the Brooklyn board. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like for Father's Day, I did like Bob's board, Bruce's yeah. board, Big Bob's board. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, different yeah. sizes for, yeah, I love that. That's a yeah. great idea. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Sobble Beach and like living in a small town. How, you grew up in Hanover? Yes, so in Hanover. How do you find that living in like Great Bruce or Hanover slash Sobble contribute to your business i think it's funny because like in hanover it was definitely with my parents both owning businesses there and i worked for the town growing up too i was a lifeguard at the pool and you just get to know everybody so it it helps sometimes it's a hindrance but it helps like gets your name out there like everybody knows that like that's who you are and that's what you do and then when i moved up to Owen sound and like working at the y i hadn't i had just been doing cupcakes at that point and I was like, well, this is going to be a lot more people. But it was almost harder because you're just a small fish in a big pond. And then I had gotten things going. COVID hit. And then we were like, let's move out to Sobble. I thought moving out to Sobble, I, was, I wasn't I was going to be busy anymore at all. Mm -hmm. But people were still driving out to Sobble to get their boards. And I got busier. Yeah. So it's and it is seasonal, obviously. But then I go through waves where like. September and October were very busy with weddings and Thanksgiving and now I didn't book very many for November because of Bryn's birthday and I wanted to like be able to yeah. devote my time to that but then Christmas is going to be super busy and then January is always busy too and then you get into like Valentine's Day right. and whatever so it's there's always something there's always a reason for cheese yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, I was going to say, like, then there's family day. Yeah, I would, exactly. We, I mean, you always need a cheese board yeah. when you get together with your family. Yeah, exactly. And I like that you said, yeah, when you got to Onsan, you felt like you were in a, uh, sorry, whatever you said, like, it's, it's harder. Yeah, like, small fish, big pond. Like, yeah. there's everybody there knows the people that are established, so it's mm -hmm. a little bit harder to get established when you don't have a storefront. Right. Yeah. And I think the way that you do your Instagram, again, is very authentic that it feels like we know you. So when you went yeah. to Sobble Beach, we're like, oh, a Sobble Beach girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it feels yeah. like, well, you want to support a Sobble Beach girl. Well, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And I tried to change things up when I moved out there too. Like I changed my logo. I went a little bit more beachy with okay. it. I mean, yeah. I put a wave in it. Like, <laughs> But that's it's funny because like I've always loved the water. Like I, that's how I went to the Y first was through lifeguarding and all of that. Like the water is just where I love to be. So like being at the beach just seemed perfect. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, it all worked out. Like I, I always say like, don't be afraid to shoot your shot. Like who cares if it doesn't work out? You, it might, like you might be fine. Like I had, and I mean, Instagram's a funny world. So everybody knows like the bird's papaya. Yeah. So she was staying at the June. So, and we kind of have a friend in common so that helped a little bit, but she got a board. She posted the board. She has a million or two million followers. 
she posted it and people are like, this is amazing. Like she's sharing your board. And it was, it was great. It was fantastic. I love it. But I got like 60 followers off of it. Oh, okay. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not one of those things where people are like, oh, I follow her. So I'm totally going to follow that cheese girl. Yeah. It's, yeah. But you did, you, you did like little Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So that. That goes with me being insane and not forgetting anything. And yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, look, I know her kids are with her. I know that they love Disney. And I know Disney is big for hidden Mickeys. I am going to put hidden Mickey Mouses in this cheese board. And I didn't tell her. And so, like, if she found them, she found them. And she did. And that's, I think, why she posted it a little bit more because it was more personal. Right. Was the board, did you reach out to her and say, I want to offer this board to you? Yeah. And then yeah. with the understanding that she would post about it? Well, No. That's, okay. that's the thing. I didn't know if she would. So I'm sure she gets paid thousands of dollars for posts. I didn't know what she would do, but I had to take a shot at it. Right. Like I I didn't expect her to pay me for something that she didn't ask for off the hop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what happens. Like she was staying at the June like Heydays is right there. And Heydays is amazing. Like she didn't have to, but she took it and she did. And she posted it several times. Yeah. Which was awesome. And it was just like. It like gives you goosebumps every time you see something that you did look so good on someone else's page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you ever get like a hot, like you must have been like buzzing. Like, yeah. Hi. Yeah, I was. And I was like screenshotting it and I'm like <laughs> such a loser just like <laughs> sending it to no. the wall, Like, look at this. <laughs> when you said earlier that doing your boards never, you never get bored. Mm-hmm. That made me think uh, like the podcast is the same thing. Like uh, there are days when you're just kind of feeling low and you're like, I'm going to not do it anymore. Yeah. And then you do an interview like this and you're like buzzing. You're yeah. like, I'm honestly like go inside to my husband. I'm like, I'm high right yeah. now. And then he's like, that's a sign that you're yeah, doing the right thing. Exactly. You're doing what you should be doing. Yeah. Like it's You don't want to hate it. Like there's no point. I asked you about how you found the community and we've discussed the collaborators. And I think you kind of touched base on it, but um, like the picnic. Mm-hmm. Did you reach out to her? Did she reach out to you? So that's actually like another story through the June. When the June came in, um, I had a girl contact me and she asked if she could order a tray and have it delivered there. So I delivered the tray and the girl who was working the front desk happened to be the one who was thinking of the picnic business. Oh, okay. And so when I walked it in, she said, do you have a business card? And of course I didn't. Yeah. And she's like, I'm starting a picnic business and I need your trays at every picnic. And so that was just a a coincidence. I just happened to be in the right place with the right person. Right. So, and she was new to Sobble Beach also. It's all about timing. Yeah. Like if you're doing the right thing too, like timing will always work out. Exactly. And I've been finding that a lot lately. Yeah. Like there's a lot of times where people are like, oh, you should do this or you should do that. And it's like, I understand that like you think that, but like I don't have the capacity for certain things right now. And when I do, the opportunity will come back. Oh yeah. Like it's just, that's just how it works. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I remember you said one day that, um, oh, we don't, you don't have to talk about this, but you remember you said that someone saw you in the drive through. Oh, once? yes. And they're like, like one of the, it still irks me to this day. It irks me. Yeah. So it's, it, and it was in Port Elgin. We had just moved to Sobel and I had said no to doing a Christmas event. And I forget where Bob was maybe at hockey. I don't know. But I ran to get something in Port and Bryn was hungry. So I was like, let's get her some French fries and we'll head home. Well, this lady who I had said no to, she said that she saw me and she's like, clearly you didn't have much going on if I saw you and your daughter out. And I'm like, what 
In what world does me being at McDonald's with my daughter make you think that I had time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't make her lunch. I was buying her. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, one of those things I haven't had. And maybe I never named her. Never named her. No. She still follows me. Um, But maybe the point or the fact that I actually like said that that was happening that was like the start of me being fairly real on social media and no one else has done anything quite that bad (laughs) since they're like i don't want her to talk no 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 no. (laughs) i do i did i like i said that did irk me yeah yeah also the fact that she's like well i think part of being an entrepreneurship is that you can prioritize different things exactly yeah and so you're saying like no i prioritized hanging out with my daughter yeah exactly and like you do what you want to do when you have time to do it. Yeah. And so, like, if I can't do a wedding, it's because I can't do, do the wedding. wedding. Yeah. Like, it's not that I don't want to. I probably do want to, but there might be a reason that I can't do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, um, we looked into getting a grazing table for my little family reunion. Right? Yeah. And you had a girls weekend. And I was like, yeah, honestly, I was like, that's crappy. But I didn't I think, like, for rant. I know. And <laughs> it's funny because, like, I actually, like, I feel guilty, too, when oh, I have yeah, to say yeah. no. I mean... I know that I that's one thing I need to get over is like not taking everything so personally. But yeah, when I can't do something, I feel like I've let them down. Right. No, no, no. I yeah. I would feel the same. Yeah. But only because we're just like nice people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny. I do have a lot of people that they'll reach out like day of and be like, hey, could you do a tray for me for tonight? Yeah. I need it for like 40 people. And I'm like, oh, sorry. And I usually give a reason when I, I don't even need to give a reason. No. But sometimes the response is, that sucks. Wonder why. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for me or you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. suck for me. Yeah. That was going to take up a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was going to say some sp- specific challenges, and that would be a challenge, people knowing you out and about. Yeah, yeah. It is a bit of a challenge. And like, but then it also has its benefits too. Like, Bob and I have gotten invited to some cool things because of it. Oh. And like, I mean, I'm here because of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've kind of talked. You've been really good with your business advice um, already because I think you've mentioned like, just go for it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't. Yeah, like, like what have you don't lost? Don't think a ton of money into it if you yeah. think that like it's not going to work out. But take a step. Like, try to set a few goals and like figure out what your first step is and then how you need to get there. Do those few things and then see where you're at. You might be further ahead than you think you're going to be. Yeah. Do you believe in, uh, so me and my husband are just, we're opposite on this way. So when I started the podcast, I said, I don't want to buy anything fancy until I've done like five episodes. So I must believe in like, um, rewarding good work. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 buy it now. So it'll encourage you to do five episodes. Yeah. So that's where like Bob and I would be similar where he wouldn't want to start until he's got everything perfect right whereas i'd be like well i'm just gonna fly by the seat of my pants figure it out as i go and then as it gets better i'll give myself more okay yeah sort of thing yeah Yeah. another thing i want to do is like update at like 10 episodes and be like what i've noticed that entrepreneurs kind of like what their mindset is and so that's a big one like start before you're ready yeah like do it exactly like i mean you can't you can't fail if you haven't if you haven't done it so like how do we know and then i think yeah people get in their head like i don't want to fail so if i don't even start then yeah and then you're just stuck you're just in the same spot and one of my biggest pet peeves is when people tell me that i'm lucky and it's like 
yeah like maybe but I also put a lot of work into oh I think you're yeah like very hard work yeah it's not (laughs) one of those things where I'm and like it's like you're so lucky that you get to go and do that and it's like yeah I'm lucky that I love what I'm doing but I also like worked my ass off to get to the point where I'm recognizable and I'm sought after Mm -hmm. it didn't just happen like I I didn't nobody taught me how to do it nobody came and said like this is what you're gonna do like I'm totally self-taught like it's funny, I was joking with somebody like, I am not a cheesemonger. I'm not like a sommelier. I'm not this person. Like, I'm just, I just needed an artistic outlet. And I, like I said, I'm hungry. I love food and I like to make it look pretty. Yeah. Like, there's certain times where we'll sit down for dinner and Bob will be like, Did you post that? And I'm like, No, I was too hungry. Like, yeah. I just got into it. And he's like, What? Yeah. And I'm like, like, I don't always post, but I try to just yeah. because, like, it's that is what, how I, get my followers in like how I let them know what we're doing and stuff like I love it like um I don't even think I would even try squash risotto yeah and then you both were like well when are we having that when are we trying that it's funny because it's not even something that I made up like we used to do those chef's plate yeah and I kept all the recipe cards and so that was one of them that we had like five or six years ago and then when I saw that PC again came out with that risotto I was like I am doing this and like I love the produce club I love the boxes that we get from them. Like, they're, yeah, they're so good. That Yeah, so that's another partnership that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, they, our house is a pickup location for them. And, like, we do have quite a few people that come get their boxes. And I just, I love everything that comes in them. Like, I find that the produce lasts longer. And it's also making us try things that yeah. we wouldn't normally, I wouldn't normally go out and buy a butternut squash right. or a what was the one? It was a buttercup squash. Oh. So, and it's very similar, just different color, different shape. And the taste is the same, but yeah, like we're just trying all these different foods and like making all these fun soups. Yeah. And like, I try to make everything easy because I don't follow a recipe. So that's where, that's a downside is when people are like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just have to go with it. And yeah. Like my grandma taught me how to bake using a mug. It was like, you need two mugs of flour, you need one mug of sugar, you need this, that. And so it's like, you kind of just get to learn the consistency of things. And that I transferred into cooking, which obviously is not, I'm not cooking the cheese, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever follow uh, recipes really either. Yeah. Um, Like with HelloFresh, even if it's like a teaspoon of salt, I'm like, this looks Yeah, you're like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Okay. So do you have any specific advice for someone who wants to start? A side hustle or a side gig while working full time? Um, I think just figure out what works and like in what capacity you can do it. Mm-hmm. Because I do know there's other girls, a lot of people that do this locally now. Like there's quite a few mm-hmm. charcuterie girls. And every time one pops up, people are like, oh, did you see this? And I'm like, no. But and like, I think I have a different reaction than what people would think. I, I welcome it. I started a like a group chat on Instagram. I called it Cheese Girls. Mm-hmm. And I add all of them to the group chat. And if I see a deal, I post the deal and I say, go get this. Mm -hmm. Or like when I was at Winners the other day, they had actual like charcuterie cups for Christmas. I posted it in that group. I said, go get these, like go do it. And like some of those girls, they started and they only do like three or four trays like once a month or something, but they're still doing it and they still like it when they do it. And when they have time to do it, that's when they sell them. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you don't. You don't have to start something and then do it every single day, all day. You just do what you can until right. you get to the point where you can do that. So like I've integrated Gather and Graze like into my life. Like 
The other day, Bryn was playing and she was serving her friends Gather and Graze cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, because I was giving sugar cookies with the logo on it with orders. And it's just one of those things that like, it's just kind of part of what we do now. And so I think just go for it in whatever way you can and make sure that you have some support. Like I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have my parents and Bob supporting me. Like I don't have to ask him for permission to be a dad. No, he yeah. just knows that if I'm going to do a wedding, he has the girls. And if there's a conflict, I usually know that my mom's yeah. <laughs> in the backyard. But yeah, you're right. It's so sup- nice to have support. It is. It is. It's nice. Like, yeah, it's just nice to not have to like reach for it and just know mm-hmm. that it's there. there. And then also not to take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of what I had for like the small town business advice. Yeah. A gathering grace. Um, or I did get questions from listeners, so I had to add a new part in here. Okay. Um, so, well, has someone asked, how did you get so many followers? Um, I, just posting, like just consistently posting. So, and I'm not gonna lie, like giveaways help and other people sharing yeah. helps, but, um, there's certain days where I will post one reel. And then if I know that it's on the uptake, I will post it a couple times because okay. they say if you post three times a day, that's when you're going to get the most growth. I know that. But giving like content is hard like content like, is really hard the one time i just set up my camera and i filmed bryn making a lasagna and got like yeah. thirty three thousand views totally. and i'm like that is not anything to do i mean there's cheese and lasagna yeah. but like and it was just cute and i thought like okay this is funny let's do it and it's just like and that's just showing a side of our life where like i try to get her involved in the kitchen as much as possible because why not and yeah like just be real don't post what you think looks perfect Mm -hmm. just post something and go with it and see what happens and that's all I did was just continually post yeah you we also like I feel like as a society we love looking at beautiful boards yeah yeah yeah, that's the thing like and it's it's hard because I know a lot of people say like don't post the same thing over and over again but like I think like I kind of have to yeah Um, what's the most expensive cheese? Like what's the most expensive cheese you have bought? Um, the most expensive one I've bought is also my favorite and that's the Chateau de Bourgeon. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm saying that right, it's a triple cream brie. The milkmaid sells it okay. and it's fantastic. Um, I was ordering it in by the wheel, but it's like a little sliver of it can cost like $18 and it's, you don't eat the rind on it. It's like a dippable brie and yeah. it's just so good. <laughs> Um, we were in Niagara Falls this weekend for a family get together, and someone made brie with chili peppers, honey, yes. um, rosemary, thyme, yeah. and olive oil. And I said, "This must be expensive brie." I was like, "This is delicious." Yeah. Yes, so good. Oh, someone asked, "How do you decide where everything goes on the platter?" Um, so when I'm doing the trays, like I put down, and I know it's going to sound so basic, but I put down the big stuff first. <laughs> So if it's solid, like the salami rose or the brie or a borson, like those things, I put them and I know like if I put this in here, I can pile up this kind of cheese next to it or the cucumbers next to this. But I try to place things with what they need to be eaten with or what they would be best with. Like you always see the cucumber with the borson because those are really good together. Mm -hmm. And like I know that people, some people are grossed out by cucumber touching the cheese and that's one thing. I know that people don't order because they don't want their food touching, but I'm like, you I can't. can't order. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> if you don't like yeah, I'm like, I can't really accommodate that. Um, but if the crackers are on the board, they're the last thing that I put on. And I usually just pile them into the little space that I have left. Um, but yeah, put the big things on first. And then if you have cheese that you're cutting up, I try to break it. Um, it just gives it a little bit more of a dimension than a square cut. Yeah. 
So I'll slice it, but then I'll break it in half. So it's got that rough edge to it. Yeah. And then I always say slice your cheese. Don't put it on in whole pieces. Okay. Because if you're putting it out for friends, sometimes okay. it's intimidating to walk That's up true. and not know how much to slice off. So like when I put on that Bella Vitano, I have it sliced and then angled and like fanned out right. because you can grab, grab from the big end, grab from the little end, whichever. Without really, yeah. and uh, I just clued in now. So when I make my own cheese boards, you're right. I don't really cut up the, I wouldn't cut up the brie because I put my cheese knife in there. Yes. Yeah. But then when I buy your board, I don't put cheese knives on there because you're right. You've, yeah. You've made it it's very accessible. Yeah. yeah. So it's just easier for people at a party to go. Yeah. And especially if you have a drink in your one hand, you can just grab a couple things with the other yeah, and they, go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's safe to assume that not everyone has cheese knives. Yes. So yeah, yeah. True. I mean, like I do give... Sometimes I'll give like a wooden knife with it, which isn't a cheese knife, but it's biodegradable, oh, eco-friendly. Yeah. So I try, I do try to be eco-conscious with some stuff, which is why I do the wood boards, the right. real wood boards that are reusable too, yeah. and not like a single-use plastic. Um, another question was, what should you put on it? Like, do you ever make kid-friendly boards? What would you put on a kid-friendly board? Yeah, so even for like Bryn's preschool graduation, I did little like kids' cups, and um, but I would go obviously like go a little bit more old school basic with those and do like kid-friendly crackers that maybe don't have as much flavor like right. a Ritz or a Toppable or Britain loves a rosemary cracker so like okay. I will throw those on there but then just like medium marble yeah. kvasa, um, add in your grapes your berries uh, watermelon always seems to be a big hit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, something sweet like a little cookie or something Cute. for them yeah um, and then I asked my husband before I started this and he said because uh jack knows bob mm -hmm. yeah hockey i think yes um but he said what's bob's favorite cheese um well i think i already said so he loves the the tickler the oh, Costello. yeah the he loves that one and then he also likes the um the bella vitano merlot okay so he was a big balsamic guy for a long time but i finally got him converted <laughs> over to the merlot because it's just so good yeah <laughs> um i also have you ever tried the isle of man pc yes i love yes. that one too that one's good too my New favorite one is the PC Red Fox. Okay, right beside it, it's a little. <laughs> but it's had, it had. I think we've tried it. It has a little flecks of red in it. Yes, yeah. yeah. I I prefer the Alaman, but um, we yeah, have fair one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so those are my questions from the listeners. I have a ton of rapid fire okay. questions. Perfect. Okay, so this might take a long time, but I was really <laughs> when I, when I do rapid fire, sometimes I struggle. I'm like, what am I gonna ask? Yeah. Like, um, but uh, yours was very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and I think so. And we've talked for so long. I think we've answered a lot of them. But yeah. I'm still going to ask. Them. Yeah. So would you rather do 50 like would you rather do like 50 mini grazes or a giant grazing table? A giant grazing table. I Yeah. Would be, yeah. <laughs> would you rather do um, a vegetarian tray or a dairy free tray? Um, A vegetarian. OK. That I'm just cutting out the meat, but I can still use the good the cheese. cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, an all fruit tray or an all veggie tray? All veggie. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the colors are just brighter. True. And yeah. Well, I know that that sounds funny, but like there's just more that you can do to spread it, keep it round. Whereas the fruit I find just tends to be more piles. Isn't so? Yeah. So um, would you rather eat fruit or veggies? Oh, I'd rather just eat bread. Oh, because <laughs> I was going to say, because um, you took a very artistic, yeah, uh, artistic yeah. Uh, answer on that one. Because um, I have seen your veggie trees. And I'm the worst for, for eating fruit. Oh, like not eating yeah, or just, eating too much. Like I know I eat it, but I just like I look at it in the fridge and I'm like, oh, I guess I should eat some of that. Yeah. <laughs> the raspberries were on sale last week. Yeah, basics. My kids are like, why are we eating? Yeah, so many raspberries. They're cheap. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, because you don't eat enough fruit because it's yeah. too expensive. 
Um, would you rather make a taco board or a pizza board? Oh, um, that's funny. A taco board, probably. Uh, but we have the pizza oven. Like, man, yes. just love the pizza oven. And I'm obsessed with your pizza. Yeah. I so still haven't good. bought one. When we got our um, tax return back, I was like, I'm buying one yeah. this year. And then I kept talking myself out of it. It's Oh, yeah. You can borrow ours sometime. They're so easy. And it's just like the propane tank or you can put wood chips in it to yeah. make it wood fire. But yeah, like we've done um, birthday parties where like we're hosting. and I haven't like yeah. sold it, but we do like a subway style pizza setup. Yeah. So like make your own. And it, yeah, it's just been so fun. Like the so. family reunion. That's what I, we had a slider bar. But I yeah, I mean, if we had had that pizza, then we could yeah. have had a pizza bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what did you pick? Taco or pizza? Uh, taco. Oh, OK, <laughs> but I uh, that was a trick. Yeah. Um, a breakfast board or a dessert board? At breakfast. Um, white wine or red wine? White wine. Prosciutto or salami? Um, it depends. I'm going prosciutto if I could have it with the brie okay. and the salami with anything else. <laughs> Borzet. I put here urban garlic or fig or fig and balsamic. Well, maybe you have. I like. I love the fig and balsamic. Mm-hmm. It is like a surprising taste. Like, okay. You know what I mean? You don't expect it to be so good. But then I also love the truffle one. The truffle one is so good now. And like it only comes out at yeah. Christmas, right? Yeah. Well, so actually, I don't know if I just like pay attention to things and yeah. other people don't, but it the limited edition thing is gone oh. off of the box. So I'm like, oh, are you here to stay? <laughs> I I obviously like the Urban Garlic. It's a classic. Yeah. Sometimes it's never it's not there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's sold out. Everyone loves it. I know. It's yeah. And I tried to I always like to switch it up. Yeah. Um, do you prefer hard cheeses or soft cheeses? Hard cheeses. Yeah, yeah. I expected you to say soft like brie, but yeah. Well, I think it just depends. But I, yeah, I'm, I would go to the hard side. I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, and I put Bella Vitano. Would you pick the Merlot, the Tennessee whiskey, or maybe one of the other ones? Balsamic. Oh, so the Tennessee whiskey is really good. It's hard to find. Tennessee. There's a raspberry ale one okay. that is actually my favorite, but okay. I've only found it at the Foodland in Owen Sound. I think I've seen the raspberry one because I look for Tennessee. Yeah. You, it's hard to find. Yeah. I get it from the cheese house here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I know this one. Would you rather have the pickles and olives or the fruit and nuts? Uh, the fruit and nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Do you put pickles in So I did, but I found that they, they've, if you're putting it in the fridge, they flavor the crackers oh. or they flavor some of the cheese. So if you have like a really nice like standard Canadian cheddar on there and it's close to the pickles and you're not eating it for like five hours they'll it'll pick up that taste so I'll put them in when people ask for it but I tend not to just because of that right yeah see I would never know that unless you came yeah my listeners yeah know that. <laughs> but see and that's that's different too like if you're picking it up and you're gonna go and eat it right away tell me and I'll I'll put them on there no problem because oh. I love like I'll sit at home and I'll have pickles with just like medium cheese oh, no. and I'm like this is the best yeah. <laughs> oh yeah my and my kids love olives it's so yeah funny. they like fruits and nuts too but yeah. when someone's like well, I don't know what should I feed them I'm like do you like have olives yeah those. yeah <laughs> um would you rather have your cheese and meat and cheese with baguettes or crackers crackers Oh really? I love yeah. baguette. See, I love a baguette, but then, but it's hard because sometimes they get so chewy. Like, well, and they can go like yeah, yeah. But like, it. so I think I like the variation of the cracker. Mm-hmm. But like, I also would do a sandwich, just like a French baguette with brie and like a, a jam and prosciutto. Yeah, yeah, delicious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. Uh, so when we get together with our cousins, we always do like a competition. Yeah, and during COVID, um, we had like a trivia night, and I was like, let's do baguette toppers who and it oh, was, that's like, so it was gonna be on zoom so yeah. no one could actually try everybody else yeah could come up with what's most creative because i love baguettes so much i was like yeah just put 
the best combination on a baguette. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't. Not That's funny. So Bob actually makes a fantastic baguette, like crust, crustini yeah. thing, and it's steak with arugula and then a melted borsalon butter or whatever. And he like, so he cooks the steak, toasts them, puts it in and then broils the, and, and man, they are so good. <laughs> that sounds Yeah. So good. I'm like, can we make an extra steak just so that we can? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we, oh, so I went to my friend's wedding and she got married at the Hacienda. So they have like the, yeah, the whatever, the craziest steakhouse in Kitchener is their caterer. Yes. And so their appetizers were a potato chip with steak, um, those little cremini mushrooms, and then um, horseradish aioli. Oh, I love horseradish. <laughs> you know, and I think about that all yeah. the time. So we did do an appetizer. Funny, it's like, what is your Roman Empire? And yeah. it's that appetizer you had at that wedding. <laughs> and the Hacienda does is like not, it's a different thing now. They don't want this. And I still, yeah. how do I get that appetizer back? Yeah, it's so funny. Like, do you watch Hell's Kitchen? Uh, sometimes. So we, when we went to Vegas, we went to Hell's Kitchen. Oh, yeah. And we had, like, the typical, like, the beef wellington, whatever. But honestly, the star of the show was the dessert, and it was a sticky toffee pudding. And, like, we still, like, we went with Bob's uh, sisters and brother-in-law. And if we talk about it, like, you think, like, oh, it was the beef wellington <laughs> that was the best, or the lobster risotto. And, like, don't get me wrong, fantastic. But that's sticky toffee pudding. Really? <laughs> yeah. We still think about it. Yeah. About I was going to say, I couldn't even, I know that our dinner was, like, yeah, like, yeah. um, tenderloin or something. Yeah. And I still am, like, I don't, I don't know. We have for yeah. dinner, but that, but it's so good. And I went to um, Burger when we were in. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. 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 When we were in Vegas, because you got to. Yes. The, for sure. Um, oh, I have a couple more accompaniments. Well, you, I was going to say, would you like a grainy mustard or like a honeycomb? I love a grainy mustard, yeah. but I like that with like a, like a potent summer sausage. Oh, no. Like it's, maybe that's like nostalgic from like growing up and having like a, it's a Hanover thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a Chesley thing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I just like love that. But then again, like if I had a creamier cheese or uh, like a cheddar, I would go honey. Okay. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, um, that's funny they said it because yeah, my parents live in Chesley now. My dad's okay. from Desboro. And so when you said that, I was like, that was yeah, a Chesley Desboro funny. thing. <laughs> and uh, jam or hummus? Uh, jam. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so those were all my, cool, mine, unless you came up with one that you thought you could. Oh, man, no. I read through them and I'm like, oh, these are good. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so is, I think that's it. Is there anything I didn't ask or is there something that you um, wanted to say? I don't know. I is there anything that you think like? Is there things that you would like to see like on Instagram or like me doing as boards? Like anything oh, that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think your Instagram is one of my favorites. Like I already said, like I didn't know I hadn't met you in real life. Yeah, I felt like I knew you. Yeah, you're very authentic <laughs> on your Instagram. Um, I love when you post like dinners. Yeah. And I think you've done it a couple times, but like when you post like kid friendly dinners. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Like last night and I tried to make some, but they're like ham and cheese Christmas oh, treats. Oh, that's awesome. And then are they with, what is it crescent rolls or is it? It was pizza. It was like the. Oh, nice. Um, Pillsbury. That's awesome. Pizza dough. They didn't look as pretty as I wanted. And then, but the boys like, they kind of liked them. They like yeah. ham and cheese, but. Stuff like that, like creative yeah. kids. Well, and that's the thing. And sometimes I feel like I'm just really lucky that Bryn yeah. is a good eater. I was going to say. So like sometimes I post things and they're like, people are like, my kid would never eat that. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm, no, <laughs> like, Bryn is, Bryn loves a steak. 
she loves salmon she loves a burger like she's sitting there yeah. like and but then she also just loves pizza like whatever but if we make a salmon with like a honey dill like glaze Delicious. she'll crush that with rice and broccoli and she'll probably ask for more broccoli oh yeah so oh. it's like it's hard because i'm like i'm just it's just what she wants like that kid would eat egg salad every day of her life if she could but i'm like you can't be the smelly kid yeah. at school. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know on your Instagram. That's that's nice that you asked me because you're yeah. you're just trying to. Well, it's funny because like I, I get a lot of people that send me like the trendy things. Like they'll send me like the charcuterie trees and oh. like this, that and whatever. And I think it's hard because like I love seeing the inspiration and chances are I've seen it already. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I'm also not a content creator. Like I'm it's a business. Right. So I'm not I'm not. I don't necessarily have the time to just like put together this video. Like I think people think it's a lot easier than it is. Oh, I too. So, so hard. Yeah. So it's like I'm not just going. Bob and I can't eat that much cheese. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not just gonna like create all these videos to post these crazy things that I'm not gonna sell. Yeah. And then I'm also like not gonna sell a three foot tall tree made out of like antipasto skewers and right. whatever. Like it's just not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, yeah, I think. I really like when you do like um, the pairings. Yeah, I obviously love your boards because even like if even if I'm making my own board, I always t- go to your pictures to see what I. Yeah, and there. like totally do that. Like I should I should almost do like a step by step. Like this is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like your little yeah of course yeah that's a great idea. Um, but yeah, so I really appreciate you coming. I thought I thank thought you for our, having me. Yeah, I thought <laughs> our um, conversation was really good. Our listeners are gonna learn like don't put your pickles beside yeah. your hard cheddars. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can totally do it. And like, I love a dill cheese. So like it works. It's just one of those things that like, I don't know that everybody likes it. And maybe I'm just in my own head about it. But (laughs) no, no, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, how can we find you aside from Instagram? Because we mentioned it several times. Um, Instagram or Facebook. um, And then I'm like working towards getting a website going. But I like the way that I'm doing things right now because it gives me the ability to say no. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like your form. Yeah. That you fill out. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, just Facebook and Instagram right now. Cool. Yeah. Um, Do you have like any upcoming events maybe? I am doing my niece's first birthday, oh. <laughs> and actually tomorrow I'm doing 40 boxes for Mill Creek Chocolates for them to give to their staff as a like oh. appreciation before the holidays. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh-huh.